Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. And welcome back to another episode of Beyond Our Service. This is Steve-O, your host, and with me today I have a special guest, and his name is Cousin Brian. What's going on, big dog? Not much, man, nothing much. So uh, we are going to have Cousin Brian, Mr. Brian Summerall, here with me uh, for probably the next, I don't know, four to six weeks, I would assume. Um, Schick, his... uh, he, I don't really even understand what he does exactly, but it has. He's not an auditor, but he's something to do with auditing, I guess. Um, and so this is by far their busiest time of year. So he basically, uh, with the time change and because he's now in California and everything going on, he just didn't have time. Just doesn't have time. So he reluctantly had to bow out because uh, I kept annoying him and he kept pushing me back. And we, what we didn't record last week, and that's why. So finally, he said, you know what, I don't know what, he didn't know when time when he would have time, so we have got Brian. Uh, Brian is also a veteran, technically, because he did go to the Air Force, so that's good. Um, what do you mean technically? Yes, I did serve. I did four years just because I didn't go overseas or see combat doesn't mean I didn't serve. No, that's not what that means at all. It just means that you're in the Air Force. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, you're well, in the listen, Air Force. Well, listen, just because I was a little bit smarter than you and, Correct. you know, could score, score higher on the ASVAP and actually chose a, a branch that's uh, – intelligence it's applicable outside of uh the military it is but yeah. i didn't use any of my 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 service also i was hoping you would that. say that but no i i really agree <laughs> uh, i like to say that i tell people that that's where the smarter people go just because most of the time you are not one of those but most of the time <laughs> people can go and learn a skill and then, then carry it over whereas like a lot of the military like army or marines or whatever you get out and you're like I That's shot the like rifle with mine though, like because I was intel, and when I got out, like, what are you gonna do? Spy on people for the rest of your life? No, like it doesn't. It didn't carry over at all. Could have worked for social media. Like, yeah, I could have. There you go, or gone to work for you know NSA or DOD or something like or uh, NSA CIA something like that. But yeah, no, I didn't like sitting in a windowless building for twelve hours a day. I uh, don't blame you at all. So, Brian, uh, you were on the show before. You were one of our Beer with the Buddies uh, that we haven't done in a while. Um, Mm -hmm. So, how has life been outside, uh, over there where you live in the the north? Uh, Wyoming has been great, man. I had, you know, had a good fishing season this year. I went, you know, 100% full-time fishing guide this summer. I did 93 trips between the middle of June until the end of September and I took two weeks off in September to go hunting. And so it was, it was every single day I was booked and I don't know next year what I'm going to do, but I don't know if I'm going to do that because I mean, when I worked in the oil field, man, and one of the reasons I got out of the oil field was I didn't like being gone every single day. And, you know, I know oil field was a little bit different, like, you know, fishing, I'm home every night, at least, you know, oil field, I was just right. gone for weeks and months at a time, but you know, being 
gone every single day because I'm, you know, at the shop at six, we're picking clients up at seven. You don't get home until seven. You wash your boat and all that stuff. And it's eight o'clock and you really don't spend much time with the family. It's just go, 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 go. And so I didn't get to see kiddos very much this summer. I mean, I got them, but like, it was just hard. I wanted to do more trips with them and stuff, but yeah, no, we're going to see how that goes. And then, you know, I just got back into construction. That's what I do in the winter building homes and you know carpentry and foundations and just you know odd and end stuff and yeah that's been going pretty good so we're, we're staying busy good good and yeah. yeah um i don't know if you want to say anything oh yeah no i mean we're we're expecting my, oh, my you are. oh dear how look at and, that yeah look at that oh my goodness and uh you know i'm i'm excited the wife is excited this is her first child um my third, I had two from a previous marriage and, um, what's going to be a little baby girl. Nice. We nice. found that out. So we're excited. It'll be due May 15th ish, somewhere around there. Okay. But, uh, so you got some time. Great, you got some man. time to prep. We do. And, uh, you know, Bree's been doing great, man. She didn't have any morning sickness or anything like that through the first trimester. She hasn't had anything going on in the second trimester. So it's been really good. I think a lot of it has to do with it. The fact that she's been, you know, before she got pregnant, she just did her first half Ironman. Yeah. And yeah, so very, she's taking very care of herself. And, yeah, taking care of herself. And I think her body's reacting well to that too. I mean, she's been taking some time off the gym and stuff like that, but she went with me tonight because I just started going back to the gym. Look at you. I know. Wow. I know. Look at me. Yeah. You know, when you, when you, uh, when you work every single day rowing a boat, you're like, man, I don't really need to go to the gym. But then you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, good God, I got fat. Yeah. You know, you, you go home, you eat some ice cream every night because you're like, man, I burned those calories off. No, you didn't. You <laughs> lazy piece of crap. You sat in a boat and turned oars. And it's not like I'm rowing down whitewater either. You know, nice calm river, like hit a couple back rows here and there. You're really not burning that many calories. Yeah, I guess and it's so, true. Plus also you got to think like your body's going to adjust to it after a while. Like maybe yeah, the first I month mean, you kind of start burning some stuff off, but then eventually, like that reminds me of like old nurses that just, mm -hmm. like Renee used to work with and stuff, and they then they're huge and they're like, well, I walk like sixteen miles a night. <laughs> it's like, well, right. but you've been doing it for thirty five years, so I think your right. body's kind of adjusted. Right, and that's what's like. It's awesome how the human body works, and it also is like crap too. Because yeah, I know. <laughs> It's like the body wants to find that natural equilibrium. And so if you push it really hard every single day, it's like, oh, okay. So if I just do this, then I can take time off here and still put fat on and I'm, I don't have to burn calories. Like, and I'll still survive. So, yeah. It is so stupid how fast it happens. Like if you ever worked out for, you know, I know you have too, like you have months at a time and you do the same routine every every week and you're hitting the same muscle groups every week in the same weight and all that stuff. And then someone switches something up and it just kills you. You're like, yeah. why am I sore? Yeah. Well, see, now that is where I will. I, that's why I've been a huge advocate and I've told you and I tell everybody else, that's what really changed um, the game for me when I started lifting or taking it a lot more serious and trying to do natural bodybuilding in college. And I was pl plateauing a lot and stuff. And, um, that is when I started reading into just, I mean, just the making sure you're forcing your body to uh, lift heavier, like lift right. more weight every time and not come in. And, and it was, it's amazing once I started doing it that 
you can continue to still be sore. Now, you may not be right. as sore. Like, right when you first jump <laughs> back in, you're going to get your ass kicked. But oh, dude, you're so, still sore. So Sorry to interrupt you there, but there yeah, so, like, uh, last week was my first week back, and uh, I've always been a big proponent of hitting legs right off the bat. Like, just knock them out and just get them done. And I didn't even go that heavy, you know, because I knew it was my first week back and I was right, going right. to be hurting. And so I went and lifted legs on Monday and to the Wednesday, my job, we had to uh, put a new footer in a, in a, in a pre-existing home. So we had to cut concrete out of the basement and I had to pack like 10, 80 pound concrete or quick creek sacks down all these stairs. <laughs> like <laughs> Every step, my leg would like almost buckle. And I was like, ah, God damn, my legs hurt so bad. <laughs> So who are you with? Did they have any sympathy or have any understanding no. of what was you were no, going through? No, I work through? with a sixty-year-old man who who doesn't believe in the gym and just believes that you should just work hard and that's how you get built. Yeah. And so he's like, "Well, you do this to yourself, self-inflicted wounds. I don't have any sympathy. Get down those stairs." Good for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't have any sympathy either. I would have just laughed at you. I'm sure you would have tried to push me down the stairs. No, Mike is what just, I would do. I would have poked at your legs a lot. I'm like, "Oh, is it sore right here?" Is it sort of like yeah, right here? Yeah. Does it hurt here? How about here? How about there? Yeah. That's what we had. Uh, Lily did that. She, uh, she had a big, she hadn't done a gymnastics in a while and they had like two or three workouts in a week or something. And she was just, she was like, my legs hurt so bad. <laughs> and I was like, where do they hurt? Is it like right here? She's like, oh, stop, don't do that. I was like, why? What? I'm just trying to help. Like, what is that? Like, where does it hurt? I need to know. As, yeah, as a dad, it, I really it, need to figure out where like you a, hurt it. Did you tear a muscle? Like, I don't know. What, uh, let me just poke yeah. at it more. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. It hurts worse. And I was like, yeah. well, baby, um, I don't know how to tell this to you, but uh, tomorrow's going to be a lot worse than today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 48 hours. Just yeah. start, just start, like, start the stopwatch now. Yeah. Because 48 hours after is just absolutely horrible. You know what always gets me, though, is like, 48 hours is hell. And then it's like the next day, it's like, it's fine. Yeah. Like they don't hurt. You know, there's a little bit of a twinge of pain, but you would think it would, it would build like it does the first day. You can start feeling it coming on. Like, Oh God, this is going to suck. And then like the second day, like, Oh God, this really sucks. And the third day, like, Oh, this isn't bad at all. Wow. And it's so crazy how your body can just get rid of all that toxin or, you know, and repair the muscles in that 48 hours. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. It's insane. It's, it's, I mean, you can still like. I don't feel as good on like I would like if I've tried. So actually, this just happened. Me and uh, one of my employees who works out with me, we decided to do chest. She wanted to do upper body, um, and so we did chest. And uh, like, we didn't realize. Or I didn't look at the my book or the dates, and we turned around and did chest again, uh, like Ooh. four days before, because it had only been four days of rest, and it. Right. But we were trying to hit, like, knock out the whole upper body before Thanksgiving break. Because right. I let my employees off Wednesday or half of Wednesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday. So, I mean, none of us are going to go lift, or most of them don't, and I don't. So, I went hunting. So, right. and shot nothing yeah, and saw nothing. So, it was good. Oh, that sucks. Um, but, yeah, that's where we were like, man, I just feel like garbage. And she felt like garbage. She's a like a 20-year-old kid, too. So, she has, you would think she would be able to rep- like repair quicker but she's never i don't know i guess she played sports a little bit but she's not much of a she wasn't much of a lifter um dude we just got our ass kicked i was like what is going on 
And then I finally oh, looked out and saw the date. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's because crazy. we just uh, did this. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the guy that I grew up that when I was growing up and and he lived across the river. He, he used to teach weightlifting at the University of Tennessee, and he would tell me that he would have football players that would come in, and they would had plateaued. And like they just couldn't do, they couldn't get any higher, they couldn't get more weight. And he would tell them to take two weeks off, to do absolutely nothing, don't lift anything for two weeks, and then come back and hit it hard. And basically, what you've done in that two weeks is if you've given your body that full amount of time to actually fully recover, yeah. and they would come back and crush where they had been. Well, dude. So you... no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just it's just that giving your body time to recover fully, you know, and that's why. But the hard thing is, is is you stay in that routine where you go in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you know, whatever your routine is, and you stay in that routine for so long, and then you get out of that, and you you know that whole saying of feeding the good wolf and the bad wolf, and you know if you feed the good wolf and you just keep doing good things, you feed the bad wolf, whatever. And so you guys have a lot of wolf sayings up there in Wyoming. Oh, shut up. You've heard it. <laughs> I don't know that I've heard that one, but it must well, be something it, it, Indian, American Indian stuff. Yeah, it must be. I mean, just because, you know, I'm full-blooded, right? Oh, of course, I mean, yeah. You definitely yeah, look yeah, full-blooded. Yeah. I do. The the facial hair and balding really mm-hmm. just screams Native American. Liquid paper white skin, yep. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. Burn, if I think of going into the sun. Yep. But, uh, yeah, the if you take that week off, you've got to start going back again. Right. Cause that's always been my, my hurdle is if I take a week off then you're like, oh, I don't nearly need to go. Like I could right. sit here and watch football or, you know, whatever. But yeah, no, that's, that's always been my struggle. And that's why I'm, I'm really excited, man. I, I went and started going to a new gym, which I don't know about you, but if you go to a new gym and you see new people, you feel like a newbie. Cause you're like, well, I hope these people know I know how to lift, you know, like sure. I always just, you see these new people you don't have any camaraderie with them you haven't seen them in the gym before you know going to a new gym but luckily for me apparently weightlifting is not the top priority for people in pinedale <laughs> so you're, the uh, first, you're an all-star the three, yeah the first three or four days that i've gone or last week literally i was the first person in the gym at 5 30 in the afternoon there was no one there lights Holy were off hell. like like I was the only one there for like an hour. And then my buddy showed up that I'm been lifting with him and his wife. And then two high school kids showed up. That's it for the entire time I'm there. And wow. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I have all the machinery yeah, to do whatever I want. It's kind of a dream come uh, true for pretty much every meathead I know. Yeah. And I, I even took a video and sent it to some of my rugby boys that I was just like, dude, I have a whole gym to myself. It is awesome. That is awesome. And like, they have one of the big, the big stereo systems that, you can hook into it with your phone so you can play your music. Mm, and I mean, I, you don't nice. have to worry about what you're playing. You play it as loud as you want. You're the only one there. So that was, that was awesome. So that is good. I, uh, I remember, so I, there's one gym that I've, I've, I've wanted to go back. It, it was just, it's just too inconvenient to get to and get home just the way it is um, from in between my office and my house. And, but it's called Fox Fitness down here, and dude, it is the most badass, just freaking meathead gym. Like it, the they play the music so loud, and it, it rattles half the walls. Dude, that's amazing. Dude, you get in, they play the, some of the oldest random rap music. 
like Nelly <laughs> and Tupac and like stuff. And it's not, none of it's edited at all ever. Right, 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 right. And so then, and you got like, and then it'll be like screamo, like heavy metal band music, like death metal. And then the next song will be Tupac. And it's just like the most random. So you got like these huge black dudes and they're just enjoying it. And then all of a sudden you got like this old rocker, like guy came in on his motorcycle, but he's also jacked and lifting. Um, right. But it's also, that's one of the few gyms that I have been to recently. It's, it was super motivating because not only are there some huge dudes in there, but um, there's like three women that were bigger than me. And uh, they compete, and they I'm assuming they compete in something, either bodybuilding or, I don't know, powerlifting, but they are huge. And I'm not talking like big, fat, corn-fed chicks. I'm talking like these girls Broke. were jacked. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I need to <laughs> – it's very motivating. To me, it's very motivating when you get – because, you know, you like you start to feel like, man, I'm – doing pretty good you feel maybe your ego gets in there starts talking to you like yeah you're a pretty strong guy for your weight for your size and then you see yeah. somebody like curling what you bench and you're like jesus Christ, oh my god i have so far to go that is insane. so much work to do this dude is curling 135 like it's nothing and that's oh my god it's i was watching i was on facebook the other day and i, I watched a eddie hall video where he bench for he single arms 220 in each hand and, and he's like inclining 220 and you're like watching it i was like man you think you're strong and like you think man i've been killing it i've, I've got so many gains like i'm just this beast of a man and then you watch him do that and you're like yep yeah, i'm a girl yep. i am on a total like he's on a totally different level than i am i'm never going to achieve 220 pounds in each hand doing incline presses <laughs> like it's just no, not gonna my happen. shoulders will explode um yeah I mean, with me and you, or with in our family, with our weak joints, we would blow our shoulders up instantly. Yes, um, but I will say, I because I, I've talked to you about this, we've talked about this a lot, you know, in the past, and I, I still tell people this all the time, and I had to tell myself this a ton because I was a tiny kid, but mm-hmm. when I was growing up, but it's when you go to the gym, I think like those meatheads, those huge, you know, lifting two twenty, like that's just insane, but. Right. Uh, I mean, I you like also did win the world's stopped. strongest man. Yeah, exactly. I think so, half the, half I mean, the whole gym yeah. would have been like, what? Yeah. Uh, but, like, you can't – that's the thing that people – the mistake that I hear people make is they do compare themselves to the other people in the gym way too much. Like, yeah, Agreed. Agreed. You, you got to just go in and be like, all right, I'm – where was I – you know, a month ago and now I can, Mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't even lift this and now it's my warm up. or this was my max. And now, you know, I'm doing it at the beginning of my workout, not the end, whatever. And just because there's always, there is a lot of physics. There's a lot of stuff like I'm shorter. So like I can do, I can deadlift pretty good. And I've always been, yeah, my, if my shoulders stay do okay. Like I've always been pretty strong at bench dips. I'm really good at dips always been, but I'm, like some of that's body mechanics. It's not just like it is. Oh, just oh, I'm stronger. It's like well, if you also have arms are six inches longer, that really sucks for you. And yeah, my arms and are short, so I can. Too. Oh yeah, and that's yeah, like, yeah. You know, you don't you want never to stop know. people from going to a gym because, you know, my shoulder, my left shoulder. Me and you both have had the same same surgery on our left shoulders, and mine. Like if I try to do body weight dips, like not not on a bench, but you know how yeah, you yeah, like. Yeah lift your feet yeah. if i do that dude i like my left shoulder feels like an ice pick has been driven into it and oh, like i just can't yeah. i just don't do it and no. i mean i can do them on the bench 
you know, with my feet on the ground and I can do half my body weight. It feels fine. And that's what I've just kind of, you have to just modify your routines so that you stay. I mean, cause I lost, you know, degrees of motion in, in my arm, but because I go to the gym, because I work out, because I stretch it and stuff, like I haven't lost more where, you know, most guys who are almost 40, if they've had that, you know, cause I had that surgery when I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that the bank you know, heart you, procedure. Yes, yes, the bank art. It's the labrum. We tore our labrum, if you really want to sound super, super medical about it. Yeah, that's impossible yeah. for us. Well, uh, speak for yourself, sir. Oh, sorry. Yeah, doctor. Doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> but, yeah, man, no, it's been good, though. I, I feel good. I'm glad I'm going back, and, uh, you know, I just went back today and did legs starting my second week so i am stoked to get back in the gym and get ready for rugby season in march very nice so. yeah that's exciting man yeah. that's always exciting it's always good to get get back in the gym it's just a it's it a is. happy place it's a happy it is place. happy and and then you know also like i always think it's funny and i i could never do it but like people who go to the gym they get really sweaty and then they shower in the gym i've never been able that? to be that guy i don't know i just i just can't do it man I just can't shower in the gym. I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm a very, like you were talking about being ADD on your last podcast and like, dude, I'm, I'm right there with you. You mm -hmm. know that? Yeah. I'm, I'm eight, but I've never been diagnosed and I'm, a, I no, am you are. not on any medication. Probably should be. Yep. <laughs> right. But I, I am very minimalistic when I go to the gym. I just want to wear my shoes, my shorts, my shirt done. I don't want to bring anything extra because I'm going to forget it. I'll either forget See, it there, I'll forget it at home, Yep. something like that, right? So I've just never showered, and like I don't want to bring my soap and, you know, things like that. So, so what I do is, because I, I had to shower, I started because I was working out, I can't get up in the early in the morning, screw that. And then exactly. when, the, when the kids were little, I was not, I didn't have time and to go to work and then go work out by time, because they went to bed early and all that stuff, right? So mm -hmm. I would lift in the, I still lift in the afternoon, but back then I had to shower. So now it took me a while, but now everything, including my soap, my deodorant, nothing ever. Well, first of all, the two gyms I've been in, they have soap in those little soap containers in the wall. So I don't yeah, worry but about the, soap. You're just, you're just rolling the dice on that one. I don't, yeah, I don't care what it is. I just, I just, at this point, I don't care. I, I just have to, I had to. So then, but I agree with you. My, my, de my deodorant, my hand chalk, my belt, my knee brace if I need it. Uh, what else is in there? My workout book thing where I write, like, everything stays in that bag, and all I have to do is just remember the damn bag. Doesn't always happen all the time. I also forget my shoes because sometimes they don't make it back in the bag. Uh, yep. But that's that's why. I always just do a bag. And I've had people who are like, dude, why do you bring that bag? Every You're not even using anything in it. It's You're doing chest <laughs> today. And I'm like, listen, I cannot. Routine, it's, all right? I if can't, I don't do this, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to forget the damn thing. So I just let me bring change my bag this and habit. just leave it alone. Yeah, the bag just comes with me. It just, just, just yep. the way it is. It has to come with me. I don't care if I need anything in it or not. I'm not. I, got, I need it. And then the other problem it's is my then movie. I need my bag. I forget my damn towel so often. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to dry my whole body off with like my clean pair of boxers <laughs> that I came in with before before I worked out. And then I have to go commando the rest of the day because they're soaked. 
support. Like if it's a bonus, if I wore if I wore an undershirt that day, because then I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> awesome! Now I can use the undershirt. It's way bigger. Undershirt but, for the top and the boxer for the bottom. I'm gonna be really dry today. Yeah, and I always look at. There's always one dude looking at me while I'm trying to dry off with my boxers. And I was just like, there's always one, and I'm like, uh, forgot my towel, guy. Sorry. And they're just like, right. Mm. And you know, some of them they're like, "Ooh, been there, man. You should keep it in right. your, uh, in like, your bag." Wow, you're an idiot. Yes, most of them are like, "Ah, oh, that's gross." <laughs> you're gonna wear those, huh? You're gonna. All right, well. Oh, no, I don't wear them. I just put them back in my bag and then forget they're there <laughs> for a month, and then they bring them out and they're all furry. They get to yep, throw see, them away. That's, that, that's why I don't do it. I do <laughs> Plus, I work out after work anyway, so I come home. I that's change. That's the best. Yes get my protein shake, you know, or my pre-workout, whatever, and head to the gym, you know, at a designated time and be done and come home and then you're good. You're set. You've got everything you need. You know, I don't have to worry about not forgetting my soap or my deodorant or, you know, whatever. So when you're using soap, what, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to roll right into this bad boy. What, um, what kind of soap do you like to use? You, are you a bar so, soap guy? Or are you a uh, body wash guy? Uh, I'm a body wash guy, and I will let you know why I am a body wash guy, because I enjoy the damn loofah. I ain't going to lie. You put that put that body, squeeze it on there, get all nice and foamy, man, just scrub away, like get that good lather. That's why, I mean, I'm a body wash guy, have been for a long time, and that's why, is because I use that loofah. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's magical. I'm sorry. Oh, stop right now. I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. I, I like to use a loofah because I like to get dead skin and, you know, be able to scrub myself clean and or use a bar of soap and you just kind of smear it all over you. Yeah. And then, yeah, no. Okay, so I was definitely the bar of soap smearing things on me guy. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a confession to make. So I, I never used a, um, a washcloth. I don't use a loofah. <laughs> Renee doesn't let me use loofahs because she says they're gross and dirty and they don't, then you just what? have to throw them out. Yeah, she said, because you can't wash them. So, what do you mean wash them? You put soap on them every single day. Because How is that then not they get, being I washed? I don't know. How I know is what Nurse Renee says is that they oh hold bacteria God. while they sit oh there because they don't gosh. fully dry or some jazz. So, oh, we have a lot geez. of, of uh, washcloths. She's yeah, like, you should use better. She you should use well, you can throw them in the washer and dryer. But anyway, so we she's like, Hey, you should put uh you should use a washer or um washcloth. Dude, I grew up my whole life, I never used one. Always use just just rub the bar soap because it's magic, it self cleans. <laughs> never have any problem. Put that thing really in my butt anything. my butt crack, put it all over my balls after like working mm-hmm. out for four hours. No issue. Then my face, right. no problems. Uh, until I started wearing like big boy clothes and I had to wear like, um, dress shirts, mm-hmm. but now dress shirts for work after the army. And I took it to dry cleaning and I kept, I bring it back. And then I still have like this, like dirt looking stain on the back where my neck was touching the back of the shirt. And I would inevitably sweat cause I'm, I'm a hot natured person anyway. Right. So I took it back twice and bitched at them. Well, twice. I would yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then finally one dude, <laughs> finally one guy was like, I mean, there's only so much we can do if you're just not clean when you're wearing oh. the, the shirt. <laughs> I know. And I was pissed. Talk about a kick in the dick. Well, I was pissed, and then I went home, and then 
I started talking to Renee. Renee's like, do you ever use a water? Like, do you should ever, like, scrub and exfoliate your skin, like, your sweat and everything all day? I'm like, I'll use soap. I don't know. So I did. Really? I finally you started using a uh, washcloth. And washcloth? Uh, never had that problem since. Hmm, uh, that's weird. It's almost like you weren't clean. I wasn't clean, man. It was so gross. I didn't it, know it. it. It's just, Dude, I, I, I find it hard sometimes because I've, I've always been a guy I like to smell good. Always have deodorant. Always put on cologne. And like, I I'll go to cologne. work. I don't like cologne. I, I like being cologne able to smell day. myself. It drives me nuts. Oh, I... But you, you go nose blind to if you use the same cologne, like I've got probably True. five or six that I like, and you go no, nose blind to it, so you don't smell it every day. But like I, I can't stand working with guys who either A, forgot their deodorant that day, or B, is self hygiene has gone out the window for them. And so, <laughs> yeah, like you're sitting there working next to these guys who are sweating like you are, and you're like, oh. Uh, that's just oh, uh, <laughs> all day long. You're just gagging because you're getting these giant whiffs of BO and I cannot stand that. And I don't ever want to be that guy who's been like, dude, did you smell summer all today? Oh my God. Did he even bathe in the last week? Like I'm, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to be that guy. I'm sorry. Uh, when and I that's was, why the, I use body wash. When I was a sales manager for my, uh, for an agent that I used to work for, uh, I had to tell an employee, I had all these other employee, all these other coworkers pulled me aside and they were like, you're the sales manager and he's in sales. You have to tell him he's not wearing enough deodorant or he's forgetting it or something. But dude, he, his entire office, you couldn't walk in it. It was like rotten onions. Oh yeah. Like his entire office. You couldn't, you, I mean, you could walk past it and smell him. It was oh. rank. And I, I did, I had brutal. to sit him down and look him in the face and go, you stink. <laughs> And I don't know what the deal is, dude, but you got to wear deodorant or more deodorant, but it smells like we can all smell. Right. And he's like, okay. I was like, okay. So. Did it correct it? It did. Yeah. Whatever. That's awesome. He it's, it stopped after that, but he, and he said, he was like, man, I'm, I'm really sorry. And, um, I'm, well, thank you for telling me. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it, was, it was not comfortable. As, as much but as it okay. sucks, we do become, you know, nose blind to a lot of sense, and maybe he just didn't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know, know dude. I don't know. Maybe he was going all natural. Well, I don't know. Just not using uh, anything. When I was in the Air Force, the, you know, I got a as, a as an E4 a senior airman, and uh, while I was transitioning to to get out, I had to be a part of what was called FMT, which is facility maintenance team, and we had to take care of all sorts of you know random stuff, but. I was living in the dorms at the time and there was a kid who was a new airman who'd shown up and he'd been there for probably maybe two or three months. And there were complaints coming from his neighbors that his room was stinking. And then he also stank. Like when he was at work, like that, like there were many a times that I told my Sergeant, like, dude, I'm not doing anything with that guy. (laughs) Like that dude reeks. And so we had to do a room inspection now, I was not the one doing the room inspection, but, you know, they do the two people at a time, right? So you don't, they can't say you stole anything or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I got voluntold to go with the, with the sergeant to go look at this dude's room. And I was very, very close to vomiting. I can gut out an elk and hit the stomach and not gag, and I was about to gag. I mean, the guy had been playing his computer game, so I guess he would get off on a Friday go into his room and sit down at his computer, not change out of his BDUs, nothing. God. 
and would play this video game. And there were two liter bottles of Mountain Dew, which I thought was Mountain Dew when I first looked at it, no. but it turned out to be urine. Ugh. Because he had been he was so lazy that he wouldn't <laughs> get it out of the seat because he didn't want to stop playing his game. And he would just urinate in these two gallon bottles or, you know, Mountain Dew. And there were just pizza boxes that were laid on his bed. And like he had to be able to sleep there. And it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. That's incredible. It's incredible uh, yeah. how people can do that. And then just like that's, they just function normal. Yeah, well, dude, I, I mean, have some that's not normal, but like go to work and like come home. Yep, sorry. Sorry for that offshoot there, but yeah, okay. sorry. No, it's so okay. I'm so I'm a body wash guy. Now, why why do you like the bar of soap compared to body wash because like I said, all you're doing is just smearing the Okay, so soap. I started I I do put the take the soap, put it in a a, a washcloth and then I like lather it. It's just like a loofah. And then mm-hmm. um so I use it like that so I'm not I've, I've graduated to at least that and point. And then, exactly, of course. And then, no. rub it on my face. So then we put, <laughs> there you go. Uh, it seems to, to me, it seems like the bar of soap lasts longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, get, I don't like, I don't like, I feel like bars of soap, even the soap I'm using now doesn't smell as weird. Like the Old Spice body wash and all those body mm-hmm. washes, dude. I feel like I smell like a teenage boy. And when I get Agreed. out of the shower, Agreed. you you do have to be picky on the scent you yeah, get. You don't God, want to smell like, like a seventeen year old desperate boy at a prom yeah. dance. Yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, axe. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, emptied the whole can on the way over. Oh yeah. But you, I mean, I use uh, Irish Spring. I mean, I'm just gonna give a shout out to little Irish Spring here. Maybe they'll, oh. they'll sponsor us here. Get up to the sponsor. Yeah. yeah, there we go, boy. Um, but they have a nice clean scent that I like. Okay. I think it's called Mountain Mountain Stream or something like that. But it's I like it's a nice clean scent. It's not overpowering. It doesn't smell like you bathe in axe and you know are desperate for the first dance at a prom. But I I it has exfoliating scrub in it. And I feel like it oh, gets gee. a better scrub. You yeah, know what that exfoliating you know, scrub is? What's plastic that? Plastic beads. Tell. You know where those plastic mm. beads go? The ocean. You animal. I live hundreds, if not thousands of miles from the nearest ocean. They all end up in the ocean (laughs) and kill fish. Some sea Um, turtle has been snorting it off some some coral. Yes. Yes. And now he's dependent Mm -hmm. on your body beads. And why would I stop now? Don't. I don't want to deprive him of his. Eventually, he's going to start selling his shell and then he's going to (laughs) die. Either of overdose or he's gonna abandon his family. God, just I can't even go into this. Sell so, sell his possessions. Don't. Uh, so I don't feel like I smell as weird. Um, I to me it seems more efficient just because it's just the bar. Like you don't have to worry about like bringing the bottle and all that other stuff. I don't know. Just for whatever. I don't know. But you're bringing uh, and then the, the bar. other thing is you can buy it in bulk. So this is for you, me. Like I don't plan ahead, and now I'm you know I'm just relying on my wife, but. If before, like if I ran out of soap, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, I have a whole box of more soap. And so I'm just open it up and then use it. If I've, I've used body wash, I've tried, and then like I ran out and that shit's at the store because I didn't buy like three bottles. I bought one. So maybe I'm just not good at using body wash. But when I run out, yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. I can't, I can't clean myself. 
I mean, I want to tell you that I don't know if you know. There's this place called like Costco or like Sam's Club where they sell this stuff in like six packs, man. Just like they do soap bars. But I didn't have that when I was in college. I didn't have access to that. That's I think oh, that was please. the last time I actually tried body washes in college. I live in Wyoming, in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, and I can find a Sam's Club. You were, went to Oklahoma State. We did have you, to, were, we, you had we did not have Sam's too many of that. But we did have two WalMarts. That was exactly. Our, yeah. And they always have favorite. bonus buys where you could buy like, buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. You know, and it comes wrapped up and you pay double. Or I'm whatever. not saying these are but, good reasons. I'm just, these are my reasons. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're trash. So then uh, I also don't feel like body wash comes off my body. I feel too slimy afterwards. Not, not a big fan of that. Um, hmm. And that's really it. That's all I got. That's all you got. I mean, that's. It's a pretty weak argument. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, well, I mean, personal preference, I guess. I mean, Brie, my wife, uses a, a bar of soap and body she? wash. So she, she uses both. So, I mean, what does she use the body wash? Or no, what does she use the soap for? She uses antibacterial t- soap. So she just like washes under her armpits with it and like butt crack and stuff. So that, you know, I, I don't know. She just, that's been her thing forever. Does she use the she bar of soap on her face? Uh, no, she uses a face scrub. Of course she does. So I was looking around trying to see if I could find an argument. Uh, I couldn't, um, it's all, it's all slanted (laughs) towards body wash, the freaking fake news, CNN bullshit. So, Mm -hmm. right. But, um, I do have one other reason, but it does say that only 36, 36% of women use it on their face. 53% of men use it on their face. 64% of in the U S uh, use 64 of all people in the U.S. use a bar of soap, and uh, those are most likely to be men or just really old people, which huh. reminds me of Mimi and her, what was it that she always <laughs> used? Head and shoulders, and then what was the, was it Irish Spring bar of soap? No, 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 no. She, I think, it was oh, green. Man, what did Mimi use? It was green. I think it was Dial. I think sure? it was just a good old bar of Dial soap. I use dial now. I, I don't need any more, but man, it, when I use dial, you want to talk about something that'll just eat your skin. If you have problems really? with dry skin, stay the hell away from that because it'll suck the just the every bit of moisture out of your skin. You got now, oily as shit the... skin, dude. I used it on my face in high school and got rid of all my acne because really? it's so damn violent. <laughs> it just <laughs> sucks the just moisture sucks. right out Oils, of Oils, everything gone. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, bathing with turpentine. Oh yeah. It's like using Accutane in stick form. Um, <laughs> One of the arguments I have heard, and I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm not buying into it cause I like body wash. But one of the things I have heard about body wash is that it is basically, you could basically use your laundry detergent because it is basically just detergent yes. that you're putting on yourself. Yes. So it has so. a lot of sulfates in it. Uh, it does have, uh, a lot of some of them have aluminum, the plastic bead things, mm-hmm. parabens. Uh, a yeah, lot of them have is, a ton right. of parabens. Are is a it's a chemical preservative, um, which is not to preserve your skin; it's to preserve itself. Um, and then there's sulfates, which are really bad and uh, can cause irritation and allergies and can trigger skin allergies, which is a big reason why I got off of, like, I stopped using even regular soap. I've started using the Dr. Squatch Natural Fancy Soap. 
how, how is that? Because I mean, I see that crap like on Facebook and stuff. Okay, and I'm so like, eh. I'm gonna talk about this later, but I did start. It started with using their deodorant mm-hmm. because of all the studies and all the stuff that comes out about the the crazy amount of like aluminum and all this weird stuff, and just mm-hmm. the fact that you have to detox your body from using antiperspirant deodorant. Really? Is, yes. So when you first use deodorant, you have it takes and it tells you like they send you a thing like a sheet. And like you're gonna smell worse, your body's gonna sweat twice as much out of your armpits uh, for like the first two weeks because you've you and the more aluminum, the more like the longer you've used it, or if you used a ton of it like I did because I sweat a lot, then it takes longer. Mine took like three weeks, dude. You're like, have you ever had arm like shirts turn orange or yellow like in your armpits? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> nice. No, sorry. Lucky for you. Uh, yeah. that is deterred. That's the deodorant. It's not your sweat. It's deodorant. It's like the chemicals in it and it's the metal and all this other shit. It's like rust almost. So dude, it's crazy. It takes three weeks just to like get it out. And then you don't sweat as much and you don't smell as bad. So then you use natural deodorant. So it does keep me, it's worked so far. I've actually been, I've had it for about a year and even through the summer and it gets hot as balls here. Um, I don't sweat that much. It's not an antiperspirant, and I still don't sweat that much, and I don't stink. Now, I will say oh. this. I will. I don't smell, like, at work and, like, working. I have a desk job. I don't do a lot of physical manual labor. Right. There is a limit to natural deodorant. So if you go outside and you mow and then you go work out, you're probably not going to smell good. You're yeah, on, you're, it's, you're, it's done. You smell like a bag of trash. You will absolutely smell like B.O. You're, you're, that deodorant is not going to hold up that well. Um, well, see, like I'm looking at my deodorant now because that you're talking about the the uh, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Mine has a whole lot of words I can't pronounce, but yeah, those I are always that's that always says, a good sign. You just want a lot yeah, of yeah. weird things you can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see glycol. I know what glycol does, but uh, like I don't see anything that says aluminum. So maybe I say, yeah, see on the front, if I would have flipped the damn thing over, it says aluminum free. There you go. Look at that. Thank you, Old Spice Elk Lord. So then uh, you've got. Um, MIT CIT. I don't know what those are, but uh, that's actually was banned in Europe in 2016. Oh, um, cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. So I started using the soap, and I, I mean, there are some weird scents. So you, I found a couple that aren't too strong of smelling because I don't like that if I can smell myself. Right. Um, but it's been nice. My, I've had some weird skin issues where, like, I, I kind of think I'm either slightly allergic to the sun. Or um, well, we are very pasty yeah, white. I so. am extremely white, and so I'd get like rashes, like my skin would itch like crazy, almost like um, what is that uh, eczema? But mm-hmm. I don't get egg, like you can't see it. It's just like spots. But I mean, it'll get so bad where I'll scratch through my skin and not yeah. realize it, and have yeah, scabs all over me, like a damn. But I was head. like fifteen through eighteen, like I got eczema really bad, like through puberty, like the back of my knees would itch so bad and I would literally broke my skin like just scratching at the back sure. of my knees. But and I mean you find out later that if you just put lotion on it, you feel much better. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. My uh one of my employees was that's actually so I started using that first and that's when I switched over to like try to find some better deodorant or a uh, better soap. Because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have chemicals, not considered detergent. Because she has like this, she does have eczema or she used to or something, I don't know. And so she has like this super clinical strength, like 
lotion stuff. And she's like, here, try this on your arms and my hands because they were just driving me nuts one day. And um, it, it kind of helped a lot. And, I mean, it didn't go com- away completely, but it went away for the most part. I'm like, holy hell, maybe I should just take care of my skin like a human and put lotion on it. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, that's – I've always found, too, though, like like especially in the winter up here, right, because it, it, oh it gets God, so I cold. And, I mean – our humidity level is like 30%, if that. And then in the winter, it get you know, the, the cold weather just sucks the moisture out of the air and it sucks everything out of your skin. And like, yeah, I'll go through like a bottle of lotion in a month just because you're less, like, you, you gotta stay lathered up, man. You gotta keep that moisture in your skin. Otherwise, you start itching like crazy. Yeah, we'll get, I'll get that down here a little bit. The itch, not nothing like up there though. Um, yeah, I always I find when I come down to visit you guys. Yeah. Like it's like heaven for me because with all this moisture, oh my goodness, my skin <laughs> loves it. Just, just soaking it straight now. out of the air. It does. I'm surprised the humidity level doesn't drop when I go down there because like all the moisture just gets sucked back in. <laughs> your, your skin's just trying to survive. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Well, that's all I got uh, on soap. Uh, soap talk. Uh, well, I mean, we have to talk about tomorrow tomorrow is the anniversary of pearl of pearl harbor uh 2335 people were killed uh, service member uh, service members were killed 11 or uh, 1143 were wounded in just under like six hours jeez that is insane and it could have been a lot worse if the admiral had not the japanese admiral had uh, would have sent a third wave there's supposed to be three waves and they sent two and they thought that they had gotten everything, but you know, uh, a couple of carriers weren't in port. And if it hadn't been for those aircraft carriers, we wouldn't have won the battle of Midway. And uh, it's just uh, incredible. We could all be speaking After, uh, Japanese right now. Yeah, it's incredible. The the greatest generation, man. Those guys. When Pearl ha- when Pearl Harbor happened, man, they just had they had people lined up into the streets around the corners, wanting to enlist to uh defend america which is incredible though that generation is incredible insane awesome you name any any adjective that will describe a human being as being the best there is that generation gets every single one of them um i kind of disagree about their um parenting but uh, other than that yes i agree agreed i mean the, like they're they're <laughs> i just wanted service. to be a douche um, no, 100%. I totally agree with you, man. Um, such an incredible just time in our history, in our country. Um, and I think the only time we've ever seen anything like that, as far as that res- that kind of like enlistment response, is probably 9 11. Uh, yep. So, is that two, well, two had, times? And they had World War II veterans that, that, that tried to sign up after 9 11. Yeah. They may have just I mean, gotten lost that's... looking for. <laughs> right i mean they i mean for the bathroom they could have <laughs> where's the fourth job <laughs> who's bill who's 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 job was to keep building oh yeah bill's up on the ridge oh bill bill stop <laughs> it bill get out of that line now i know it's taking a long time it's because it's not for the bathroom let's go get in the car no we, no you can't sir, drive you not you legally you cannot drive bill <laughs> get out of the Hummer, get out of the Humvee. Get, get, you're, you're yeah, it's back. a lot different than it used to be. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Oh, no, that's but, awesome. I mean, 
hats off and all due respect to that guy who tried to sign up. I mean, yeah, exactly. When you're 83 and <laughs> something happens, Stephen tries to sign up for for service, and they just say, "I'm sorry, sir, you have to leave your walker at home." You yeah, can't, no, that's not gonna work. You only have one hip. You <laughs> I need shoot two. this better open sight than you can with your new fangled scope on there. Sure, sure you can, sir. Let's go. <laughs> I used to, I used to bullseye japs at at, at five hundred yards open sight. They're called they're they're called Orientals now. That's not <laughs> just saying. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I will, uh, buddy. I appreciate it, man. And I till next time. We'll see you next all week. Right, we'll see you next week, man. All right, buddy. Uh, right, thanks, guys. See ya. Have a good week. Hope you enjoy it. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.